0: Hey, y'all hey, hang on a little bit i'm i'm posting something hang on
1: oh
0: wow i gotta pin our stuff dude all right <laughs> i gotta this Is this is it this is it here okay hang on hang on guys we'll be right there nobody oh there's five wow there's five people in the room already hang on guys we'll be right there just typical, typical <laughs> we're, we're on time but we're still not ready right par for the yes, course man doing. they don't yep. expect too much out of us guys this is the kind of the stuff that you're dealing with here we're a we're a mom-and-pop organization, and uh, we're going to run it like a mom-and-pop organization. Here we go. pin that one real quick, make sure we're there. Why isn't that staying there? All right, hang on. One more time. Yeah, I'll get to, that, I'll get a little to bit. that. All right, wow, 16 people in the room already. Hey, guys, welcome back. Uh, It's been seven days, exactly. It's one of those rare feats where we're able to do the show Continuously at the same time, on the no, same day. I mean, I mean, the week before, right? W- w- day shift, right? Work comes into play, and uh, Hebronville, Texas, baby. Hey, you tuned into the right day, Jose. Tuned into the right day. Uh, we got a lot of Hebronville talk today. Um, yeah, but you know, Justin, it's just you know, we, we go on those night shifts and we got those day shift record the daytime recordings, and there's everybody's at work, right? Nobody wants to play hooky and watch the show, which is kind of disappointing, guys. You expect a little more out of you,
1: yeah, for um,
0: sure. Um, Jerry, that's hang on.
1: i gonna you need to correct yourself on that one. I was 100% behind Taft. I even had it on my paper in there, I had Taft blowing out.
0: Yeah, um, I, I, yeah, Jerry. I think we both picked Taft in this one. I think we picked them big. Kevin, the Valley guy, was the one thinking that Santa Rosa was gonna run away with the district. Yeah,
1: um, we I were a lot. I actually wanted to say, I want us if you go back and watch that episode, I, I at that point said once Taft gets past Santa Rosa, they pretty much have a clean sweep to district. And I've repetitively said they should be undefeated, but
0: yeah, throwing yeah, that so. up there. Yeah. So there's that Hey, so we've got some news again. Um we picked up another sponsor. Uh which is actually pretty cool because it means that people are digging what we do and and they believe in what we're doing, so it's pretty awesome. So uh let me uh let me open this up for you guys. Oh, that's the wrong one. Hang on. Uh let me open this up for you guys. Quick click. Thank you to Elite Tank and Solutions. They are now the sponsor of our player of the week trophy. That's right. I said trophy. Uh we are now gonna be providing trophies for our player of the week winners. Uh we're gonna be a little bit behind. So I think we started week four of the season, right, yeah. Justin? So we'll have uh yeah, we- seven trophies coming, and they're they're actually pretty slick. It's something that I don't think anybody has done before as far as the type of, of trophy that we're giving out um so we'll go back to week four when we started giving the award out and and we'll start handing them out weekly if we can make it out to your practice which would be the best uh best way we'd like to do it we, we'll do it but work obligations will come into stuff give, and uh, give me one second we'll, i'll show kind of a,
1: a small um what a kind of similar similar what it looks like real quick what's that
0: okay I know, Stephen, they're pretty sweet, right? So if you guys are, are, are watching and are following us on our uh, our social media, we got some new hats made. Uh, nice little patch hat, six-panel hat. Uh, we will have them available for sale pretty soon. We've got some that are already kind of notched out to the side already for some folks who've reached out to us. They're uh, flying. Appreciate- yeah, they're flying, man, for, for what little we have. We don't have a lot yet because we weren't sure how these were going to look. These are the prototypes, right? We always come out with a prototype just to see how they're going to look and see what kind of reaction we're going to get before we actually put them out. Uh, so we're actually, we're very, we're very surprised with the reaction and, and we're happy with it. Yeah. So, oh so you gave it away. So, so we're giving out mini helmets, right? Um, That's our, that's our player of the week trophy. We're giving out mini helmets. Um, It's going to have our logo on one side, the new spring break logo, like you see here on the side, and it's going to have the sponsored logo uh, elite tank solutions on the other side. On the bumper, it's going to have our acronym STFU, and on the rear bumper, it's going to have player of the week. So, uh, you guys that have won player of the week already, um, Cutter, they're coming, yeah, they're coming. So, just be on the lookout. Once we get them, we'll make a we'll set up a day to get out to your practices and 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 we'll hand them out and do a little photo op. But, congratulations to you guys that are winning, and uh, congratulations to our future winner tonight, which. which- we know who we it know. is, right? So, just just to refresh on these on these polls, guys, right? Because a lot of folks get confused. We have them running simultaneously on Twitter, yeah, on Twitter and on, on Facebook. Facebook. You can vote on each one, uh, but you cannot vote more than once on each poll. All right. So don't forget to go to both spots, because you know sometimes we'll have a player run away with the with the vote on one platform and a, a different player run away with the other. Well, it happened so, with RJ and
1: Bryce week week four of our first one we did this year. Uh, I think Bryce yeah. ran away yeah. on Facebook, but R J had enough on Twitter to outgas him yep. for yep. the uh, for the final, right? So yeah. It's yeah. a shame. I wish we'd start week one. We've done this in the past on the podcast for the people that haven't really been there since the very beginning we used to do this kind of and we had back then what we did the port isabel trip down yeah, there yeah like, we
0: went down for the battle of the royal we went down to port isabel kind of knocked out two birds with one stone and, and went drove down there when strunky was down there those and, uh, so those aren't
1: nearly as cool as many helmets
0: yeah these yeah that was just a certificate and and we dug into the rules and we found the exact sub chapter and number and whatnot and uh yeah we're totally allowed to give these things out uh so we're happy with that we're happy we were able to give to these players who, who have done something a little more than the sticker right because the stickers are cool uh, but player mini helmets mini helmets are awesome. Uh so so the color scheme will change a little bit on the helmet, but uh other than that, that's that's essentially what it is. It's a mini helmet. So again, congratulations yeah. and congratulations to our future winner tonight. Uh so let's jump into the next subject. We've got cancer shirts. Uh, if you guys have been keeping up with our social media, they came in yesterday. We delivered a lot yesterday. You and, delivered a lot. Uh, yeah, I delivered a lot yesterday and uh dumped the rest in the mail that had to go in the mail today. So you should be seeing them Friday or Saturday. Uh guys, thanks again. Uh you guys helped us achieve that goal. The next step for us is to donate the check to uh the American Cancer Society, the Making Strides Corpus christi And uh we'll do a Photoshop with they We're getting the whole big check made up and things like that. So again, thank you guys. And super uh, cool. Yeah, thanks for supporting. And maybe cool. next year, man. Now, you know, um, I delivered a couple to my wife's work uh yesterday and all the ladies saw them. They're like, why didn't you tell us? And why was asking my wife? Why didn't she tell us? We would have ordered some. I was like, so there was there was more, right? But
1: we've had that same reaction. And my thing is, I, I, I it, maybe it's the algor- algorithm or something, but like it doesn't seem like it gets a lot of traction. So maybe you know i, I that was a last minute thing for us too. So who knows? You know, next yeah. year, you know, it's out there. We start ramping it up a month prior to even two months prior. That way we start building the list uh organically. And yeah, not, we'll, we'll
0: yeah, we'll knock it out ahead. That way you have it for the whole month of October instead of half of the month. And, and again, that's our fault, and we appreciate you guys dealing with the delays. Um, you know, there's still shortages everywhere. When we talked to the vendor, you know, he had just gotten the shirts mid last week, um, and so he kind of turned them around as fast as he could. I'm glad there was no mistakes on them. So um, they're good. And, again, guys, thank you again. Um, the next item we have here Huffwatch. is the uh, the Eliza Huff Watch, right? So uh, West went down to Ingleside last week and uh, they, they, they didn't come out victorious on, on the victorious end like they had wanted to. He got what, 185?
1: 183.
0: 183. 183. He finished with 183 yards and that puts him. And I had this stuff written down. Or I lost all my stuff. Hang on. 1459.
1: We didn't get our graphic this week either for his countdown. Yes.
0: 180 But I did go out
1: there today at the West Oso practice to present him his helmet sticker award, and that was cool. Coach Smithy um, and the and the staff were very welcoming. Elijah was obviously a very uh very nice young man, well spoken. Um, the whole team was excited. Um, kind of conveyed the message right. It's it's an individual award, but. We've pounded it, you've pounded it when you went to these practices, and I pounded it in a day that it's it's a team effort, right? And the offensive line should be really proud of what Elijah's done, man. He's he's one of the hottest running backs in the in the state, uh, yardage-wise, right now. So it's super cool whenever you got a running back doing that. I mean, you should take some pride, especially if you're offensive lineman. So that's something to be proud of for West Oso. And then, you know, they've honestly been in a lot of games this year. So, um, you know the records don't always speak for how, how
0: they're playing out there, and I, you know, I think they should be a little bit proud for what Elijah's done so far. Most definitely, most definitely. Most definitely. And you know, he had to get what one seventy five, an he average of one seventy
1: five over the next five games or the next four, whatever four. it was, four games. He got seven, and we were a little worried about Ingleside on if he would um, get that because yeah. they've been they've been stingy to teams this year, and he got it. So I think you know, smooth sailing you know, knock on wood for the kid that I think got. I think he's got a very legit chance to, to break that uh, DeAndre Fillmore record. I
0: th- I think so too. You know, um, he's got some, some, he's got the chance to do it. He's got a very good chance of doing it. So uh, I was talking to, uh, to AC on it and, uh, Javier thank you. He's got 1651 yards right now. That's where he's at right now. Thank you for doing the math for me. I was trying to find something else. Uh so I, I talked to AC and uh DeAndre's in the San Antonio area. So, you know, if it gets pretty close to breaking or breaking it, maybe a good little piece of show content. Bring them both break on the show. Get them both on here. Yeah. So, you know, they they were they were uh, they were getting at at DeAndre saying, "Hey, if he's got a chance to to break it, you need to come down for that game." So you never know. You could have a DeAndre Fillmore side in one of the last social games this season. No promises, but but he could be there. Hey Latacha, how you doing? Uh so the next item we had, if you guys made it through the end of last show, um, we there, there was a tweet that was shared by by Riley Dodge that we kind of talked about and threw it in there in the last minute about offers. Right. And 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 if, if you're following recruiting, if you're a big recruiting recruit nick, um you know, you hear about these offers that are non-committable, right? And and things like that. And and so, you know, that was the thing, right? I guess uh, it was Florida State offered a kid up in the DFW area. The leading
1: receiver in the DFW the area. The leading
0: receiver in the DFW area and uh, pulled the commitment, right? He's gotten two official letters from the school and uh, they, they essentially pulled the commitment. There has been no contact with the family from the uh, Florida State coaching staff. I don't even think they pulled the commitment. That was what the – up because if you
1: pull a commitment from the kid, then it is what it is. He he, he can't commit, right? But the, I think what the, the discrepancy was when you go back to it was he's trying to commit and they're not accepting his commitment. They're not accepting they the commitment him. even though – yeah, yeah they they that's, that's what it was. Even though they offered him, right? Because you, you pull a commitment or you pull an offer from a kid and, oh, okay, oh, well, then why would you commit there anyways? But uh, the discrepancy, I think, was the fact that they won't accept his commitment even though they offered him, which yeah. is kind of messed up. But, I mean, uh, our buddy Marco kind of expanded on that. He's in the recruitment for uh, uh, Rice University, so he was able to kind of touch on that a little bit for us.
0: Yeah, and, you know, we kind of talked about it on the show. It was like, well, maybe it's kind of like gray shirting in a roundabout way, right? So, it, and, 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 you know, he said, you know, if you can't get a kid, if you don't offer him. You know, some people dig themselves in holes. Um, but you can only take what you can take, right? You've got a scholarship limit, right? 25 to 30 kids a year is what the NCAA allows you to take, right? Some schools have offered up to 600, 20, 23 kids, and some have offered 200, right? Uh, they're offering them like car salesmen, right? So they're just like, hey, you come take this deal, right? And, uh, and so it's all about communication, essentially what he said, right? You want to, want to be in contact with the family and make sure they know what is happening and what and what could potentially Happen in in the long down, long down the road, right? So it, it could be, you know, they offer a kid, but but a, a kid with they want more comes available, right? So they're going to give that scholarship to that kid versus the one that committed first or wants to commit first. I think that's
1: that. kind of where you fall into the line of like, let's say you know Lonnie's a good example here locally, right? So he's committed to Sam Houston State. Some people will look at Lonnie and be like, okay, well. You know, I think Lonnie can get more. He's a three-star recruit, um, possibly going to hit four-star by the time the season's over. I think people, some people probably think, like, you know, I think there's a bigger opportunity for Lonnie. Maybe, let's say, UTSA or something. But then you go back to this kid. He's leading the DFW, and he's not even being able to commit to FSU, even though they offered. Which then goes, it's like, if you're a parent of that kid, would you not want your son to go, let's say, Sam Houston. You go to Sam Houston, they roll off the red carpet for you, right? Right constant communication they're talking to you you feel like you can take your kid there your kid feels good with the coaches you feel good leaving your kid with those coaches and that and that staff right versus hey we can't even get you know florida state staff on the line right so i think that's where you see like kids like lonnie slip into some of these smaller d1s and people sit there like andrew body he was he went to texas southern i think some people scratched their head on that but if you talk to people close to andrew he loves the campus and the coaching staff they were super welcoming to him and they kept a good communication with his family so And they've allowed them a lot of access. So I think that's where you start seeing some of these kids. You're like, man, they should win somewhere bigger. But then it's like, nah, you know, you hear stories like this. And then it makes you kind of kind of opens your eyes a little bit onto what what the recruiting tell like it's, it's kind of nasty.
0: It's It's dirty, it's dirty, man. I mean, it it really really is, is,
1: right? It is. You're selling yourself. They're selling themselves to you and your parents, essentially.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they can be gone like that depending on what
1: happens. So it's, it's it's a tough business.
0: Yeah. I definitely want to be a part of it. Um. So speaking, college, the Hogs six and six and zero, potentially go seven zero. They host UT Permian Basin this week for homecoming. Guys, you know, for a, for a six and zero team, right now, there the fan support's not really there. You know, yeah. we we have a Division two university, and I get it. Right, they haven't been good for a very long time. They're kind of uh, out there. So so it's hard, right? It's hard, but. Man, for for the price of a game and, and and what you get and and you know it, it's a good atmosphere. I'm gonna be heading down there this weekend. Uh, it's actually pretty cool when they,
1: when they're winning like this. I, the last time I think we talked about it at work, there was, it was like what 2010, 09? Yeah, yeah. it's been a while. They, they were putting some people in the stands, so it's it. I think you keep having years like this. It's gonna bring some people in, which they need because they're in some dire straits for some cash flow down there.
0: Yeah. You know, the, the big thing is, is the, the facilities, right? Everybody asks, well, you, you, you know, you need to pump money in the facility, which is true, but you got to have a winning team too. Right. So it's what which, which you put first, right. You can't put your, your, your cart in front of the horse. You got, you got to get there. Right. So I think they're on the right track, right? So they win this week showdown with top five Angelo state next week in, in San Angelo. That's a big one, right? They can win that game. Ooh. they three. San Angelo Are they number state. three? Yeah. I knew they were top five. I didn't know if they, what number they were. Um, but after that, we got one more thank you. We had somebody else reach out to us for some photos, and we shared them last night. And the GP community loved them. Uh, Gabriel De Leon Senior, he's actually a former Mathis Pirate living down in the RGV right now. Uh, he sent us a message, hey, you know, um, would you guys like us to cover some games? And you know, we give him the same spiel. You know, we, we can't pay you. We do this out of our own pocket. You know, uh, but we're we're more than willing to promote your business, man. He was all on board, man. So he got some nice shots at that GP game. Um, the GP community loved him. So. Thank you, Gabriel, again, for, for volunteering your services, man. And, and we've got no problem uh, helping you get your name out there, especially if you want to help promote the kids, especially kids around from this area, especially since you're two hours
1: south. I'll say one thing real quick about the photography community, and, and you can speak for this too, is they're a super welcoming group. Um, Annie, uh, Kat, Blake's, Blake, you know, he's came, kind of came on after us. Um, yeah. some, of the, some of the AC, some of the shooters for the Collar Times and KRS, and you got your local – you know, freelancers like AC and them and very, uh, very good work is honestly put out from this area, obviously in the RGV too. Um, but don't get in their way on the sidelines. They'll tell you, please move quickly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's usually yeah. not please involved. Yeah. But um, they do a lot of good work. Um, it's easy. You can always ask us, hey, where can we find some of these photos? If you, you know, we have info on a game that those photographer, photographers are at and you, you wanted something on your, your kid, we can get in to touch with those guys really quick and, they're a good group of people around here, and they've always been real welcoming to us and very uh straightforward. And, and you know, honestly, for the work they put in and the quality, the, the, the price you pay is honestly priceless for what you're getting from your yep. kids. So it's really good stuff.
0: Yeah, and 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 with that, to piggyback off that, don't just take the pictures offline, you know. Just please don't please reach out to them and, and, and pay for them. They do this at their out, you know, out of their own time, you know, out of their own pocket. Those lenses ain't cheap, dude. Yeah, man. Some of them are like telescopes, dude. They're huge. I'm talking super uh, in lens you sometimes yeah so so, so thank you you know send him a little something I, i've sent I folks to, to gabe's side if they wanted to get him put his watermark on him and i told him put your watermark on there um because i don't want people okay. just taking this stuff man you know? um but that's it for oh, actually i got one more i got one more and that's probably the most important one here so last week oh. you guys watched we went a little longer than usual right we, we had a guest on from the valley uh kevin we, we love you kevin but you went long and uh i actually I forgot actually, a new segment we were going to have so it's a segment we're going to call it a segment that never was because she refuses to come on now my wife had her picks we brought her my wife's picks back <laughs> and uh she actually went four and two but she was I, I always good at the picks. picks yeah she was good at the picks i i uh i uh i just man i, I was I was like man we got to get off we got to get off justin's texting me on the side hey dude i gotta go i got like five minutes uh so i got off and i totally forgot about it and uh, so yeah, she picked GP over Porter. Uh, she picked that couch over Flower Bluff, Alice over TM Taft over Santa Rosa, Lyford over Fowl, and Ingleside over West Oso, which brings her right. season total to four and two, which is probably the way it's going to end. Uh, Come I tried, back. I tried to send her picks. Now she's like, I will not contribute. Uh, Maybe I can so get Kinsey can... involved, and they can both do it. Yeah. Or yeah. do something. Yeah, we'll make our own WTF, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh sizzle. Oh. Uh but with that, let's go ahead and jump into last week, Justin. Uh there was, you know, all these noteworthy games that we listed kind of turned out to be blowouts. They're blowouts, man.
2: Yeah. It was a
1: rough, it was a rough week though. We knew that kind of going into it. Well, actually, no, I take that back. I don't think we really thought they were gonna end that bad. No. Um, but it was an eye-opener for what some of the some of our districts have, you know, in store right now. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. You know, kind of foreshadow the next couple of weeks of what we're probably going to expect, right? Especially in the uh, GP far Bluff District, that was kind of like a. I I expected a little more out of Porter. Hey, hang
0: on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Explain pan. Yeah, I explain can't. it. Explain I, it. <laughs> oh, no,
1: it yeah, it's a it needs its own segment. It needs its own segment. It's, is it is it pan it or was, is it pan? No, it was pancake oh pan, okay pancake got it you got it since seventh grade for the like my local gp friends uh-huh. Uh-huh. and then of course spud at work 10 yeah. years from yeah. right there so i i honestly hold two nicknames one spanning 15 plus years the other one spanning 10 years now uh, which right. is pretty unheard of <laughs> yeah. i think yeah. so yeah
0: okay all right anyways let's yeah. uh so let, let's anyways move on. My-
1: Foul. That's the first one, right? Lightford foul, big one for foul. Uh, That's huge. Gets the ball rolling for foul in district play, correct?
0: Dude, dude big time. Yeah. So, yeah. so district opener for both teams, you know, Lightford comes out 0 1, foul comes out 1 0. And this is probably foul's best start. And I want to say, man, at least 10 years, you know? And, uh, that, man, they could be undefeated, but they played that slugfest up in, uh, in San Antonio against, uh, SA YMLA,
2: and, yeah, they- uh, which is
0: essentially a prep school. Right. And uh yeah. they held their own, man. They lost it in the fourth quarter. So my man foul very close to being undefeated right now. Uh just like we said, right when, when they started one and two or one and oh, two and oh, you know, Ruben's been planting this seed for a few years over there, man. The the, the fruit's starting to ripen, yeah. you know. And uh complete. we had somebody cl- we had a couple uh uh Stacia Jones, you know, she chimed in here. Foul Furious Jersey's at 806, man. So we got some foul fans out there. They've got a helmet sticker award. they got another player up for a helmet sticker award coming up. They've got some players out there, man. He's pieced together a really good group.
1: And if you watch the last couple of years in the offseason, it's been a lot of off season work as well. Kids buying yep. the program. Ruben's done a really good job of getting those kids as much equipment. And, you know, facilities and the nice things that the kids like. I mean, you look at their uniforms and stuff like that. And, you know, the older folk might look over and think, like, eh, you know, who needs all the flashy stuff all well, 15, love you, man. 15 to 17 year old boy likes it, you know? Yeah. So that's what gets yeah. kids excited to play football. Yeah. So, um, I mean, it is what it is they there and the record proves it. And, you know, I'm excited for foul. I, I like Ruben a lot. And I, I, you know, that was a big one for against Lifer because Lifer was looking pretty strong.
2: You yep. know, they, was, they
1: actually,
0: they, they have, one of the teams that could give our guys some problems. So they have a dude, man, Osmar there at quarterback. And I got to see him against Bishop. Very big kid, very strong kid. And, and that foul team was the team that was out there that was scouting him. If you guys remember, I said there was there was a team out there scouting. It was foul. And they said, man, he's a dude. If we control him, we, we can win that game. And that's essentially what they did. They controlled him on the ground, kept him about 100 yards, about 90-ish, 100 yards on the yeah. ground. But he did all his damage during in the air. I think he threw for 206 that yeah, game that or, or low like 200. 200. Uh, uh, and foul, yeah. got out with the win, 26-22. So nice. that sets up right now, if everything plays out the way it goes, um showdown with San Diego last week of the season, right? Depending on how San Diego faces up against Lyford. I mean, that could be it for the DC. We're
1: gonna have a couple, couple last week, uh, you know, district championship games
0: coming down the wire. It's gonna be nice. Yeah, yeah. So that district's gonna be pretty interesting. That one in 163 AD2. So uh, I mean, that should be man, we'll we'll get there in a little bit, dude. We're getting there, dude. We're, we're, we're getting, getting there. We, we, we got a we got a ways to go. Calm down. Uh, all right. So anything else in the recaps? Because everything we're gonna cover everything else in a, a little bit later. Uh,
1: well, there's nothing really good in the recaps, you know. Like we touched at the very very beginning with Jerry 43-0, Santa Rosa. God, I have my paperwork right here. I need to look back at it, Jerry. 48 48-0. 48 0, Jerry. That's that's my handwriting. Um yep. as big win, you know, Costa continues to roll, do his thing. Three hundred he had like four hundred almost five hundred total yards of offense by himself, uh Ingleside. Looking tough again, yep, uh, knocked yep. off West Oso, like we touched on. Though Huff still got his yardage, which I'm Jacobson throwing for almost
0: three hundred yards again. I think he through for 200, 290. Jacob and
1: Jacobson and Jaden are both looking extremely well out there in Ingleside. You know, they got a little bit of uh, the McHugh coaching going on there with the yep. the already good coaching staff they had out in Ingleside right now. So you know, you are seeing a lot of good things out of that offense. Which that offense and that that's it's kind of setting up the Sinton and Ingleside matchup. That was a rivalry when the McHughes were there. Was pretty pretty. Pretty good one. And
0: our buddy Carson Cave was involved in that as well. Remember, remember, and I think we did it off air, but, you know, and I don't know why I think about it now, why we did it off air. It's no big deal. It was years ago. So the McHughes brothers, you know, they're twins. They switched jerseys that game. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and try to off on who was doing what. Yeah, one was a quarterback, one was a receiver, and they switched jerseys before the game. I don't know how many games they said they did it for, but you know that was a rumor, right? That that had been going on. Oh, those guys switch jerseys all the time, and
1: well, see, I think they did that when um, I want to say it was their senior there that they were doing that because they had uh, the Tristan Barajas kid, or how we say it. Who was the was, quarterback? Right, the quarterback at the time it was like a yeah. sophomore freshman. So they would swap jerseys because I want to say it was David who would, who was really the primary receiver. Matt switched out to receiver as it went. So they were trying to draw double coverage on Matt and leave David wide open, who was the more, I think, um, was the more, more of a threat, which we need to ask them again on that and see who's the liar and who's not, who was the bigger threat at receiver. Because I think it was David. But either way. That was some, that's yeah that's a funny little that's a funny little tidbit about those dudes honestly nothing surprising with them at this point
0: yeah I'm actually messaging him right now because he messaged me earlier and I was like yeah we're talking about you right now about who's the better at, at wide receiver We'll see what kind of answer we get there
1: <laughs> that kind of t- that kind of drops you into the surprises which I think this week the surprises were better than the noteworthies by far
0: yes but, yes they uh, were Rockport Pleasanton thirty two thirty one in overtime. <laughs> David McHugh with the jersey
1: switch story, LOL, Ernie. Oh. That's funny. <laughs> so there is something in there. Okay. Yeah. yeah Two thirty-one. Rockport over Pleasanton. So, well, were you? You watched this with me at the very end of that game, right? You were I did
0: good. not. I was off that day. Oh, you were off. off. That's what. It but was. I was saw the.
1: But you I saw the clip. Yeah. You okay? So Jacob was doing his. Uh, he was hosting the Odom homecoming party at the stadium. That's what it was. That's yes. What it was. Yeah. That's so. That's I watched the, the end of the game. Indeed. I, I pretty much watched the the third and fourth quarter of Rockport Pleasanton, um, and you know Pleasanton had some had some dudes on that team, right? The you talked to A Seibert about it. Uh, that middle linebacker from Pleasanton was a beast. He, he said he absolutely mauled him one time on a hit. Uh, me and his you know the bigger man were talking about the game throughout the game. Uh, it looked honestly like Pleasanton was going to win that
0: thing the entire so, time. So let's let's go back and talk about Pleasanton just for a second. So so. Justin, we're talking about this before the game, and and I just looked at Pleasanton's record and and I dismissed it right there. Two and four and zero oh and one. Didn't even look at. Didn't even dig on who they played. They have played a because Pleasanton went pretty far last year. That was well, um, we're talking about. Is uh,
1: I think that Pleasanton has a say in what that district does. Even though they, they do. They, they do. And then, they, they had a good year last year.
0: If if I hadn't looked at that that schedule, I would have said you're crazy. But no, looking at the schedule, you know, they lost Antonian Prep gate, week one, 29-12. Antonian Prep spanked Somerset last week. But if you talk to those Somerset last not last week, but the week before, like 40 something to 20 or, or something like that. But if you talk to the Somerset folks, they got job. They said they were throwing flags right and left. Our boy Robbie Chavez said showed up to the game and said the refs threw a flag on him for just showing up. It was that bad. Uh, but they've lost to Bor- they lost to Bernie, they lost to Jurdenton. They beat Gonzalez, beat Jordan's Poteet. Jordan's having a good team. Yeah, Jordan's has a very good team this year. They had a down year last year, but they've bounced back this year. And they only lost
1: um, the two, but to Jordan. Um,
0: and uh yeah, they actually they lost to two and five overtimes, 27-25. Um, they and beat they Poteet, took- who was who went very deep last year, who's having a decent season this year, and they lost to Rockport 32-31 in overtime. So do not sleep on the Eagles, do not.
1: It was weird watching that game with Rockport because, man, they, there were times where they could move the ball very well and times that they just absolutely couldn't help but get off the field and uh, uh, really quickly. And, and it was notable they went back to the wing tee – or the slot tee, excuse me. They, they stopped throwing as much as they had been in the beginning of the season. They felt like they could uh, do some good things in district, you know, running the ball a lot more than um, had, what they have been doing. And to me, it was Caden Kennedy. He had 14 carries for 119 yards. Uh, I, I even I, at one point texted Luke and was like, hey, man, where did uh, Kennedy come from? I, I don't re- remember seeing him week one, you know, out there. I think he was actually banged up in that week one game I watched against Miller. But he looked good. He ran really tough. And then, of course, you know, the the overtime, it got real hairy for him. They like had a fourth down, and they threw like a, I want to say it was like a eight like 20-something yard pass in the end zone to tie it. In overtime, and then you know they sealed it with Caden Kinney going for two. I mean, talk about a roller coaster of events, too. Because at at one point it looked like they were going to win and not go to overtime, and Pleasanton an overtime. You know, and it was just a really good game. It was a much needed win for Rockport and starting district off. I think B- big time confidence booster. But I wouldn't count that Pleasanton team out. This is a very good. We'll touch on it in the you know actual week eight looks. Week of heads, yeah, it's a very good district to follow as we move forward. Cause it's got a lot of very good teams that are all real similar in their style of play and also their just capability. So that's going to be very uh, fun to watch as we get down the road.
0: Hey, there he is there. Bomb's checking in Cal Island by murder. That's what he says. We'll talk about that a little bit. Bomb, we'll, we'll, we'll take a comment. Bomb, um,
1: so um, you got to get me, get with me on Friday before the game. I got your wristbands. Keep in mind, I got We got to do that.
0: Oh yeah, guys! If if you see us, we still got a ton of wristbands. If you guys are interested, right? They're 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 here. They're they there. You go. Nah, you got them. It's on there. So we've got them. Um, just hit us up, guys. We'll got we we'll hand them out easily. Um, Heberville George West. Yeah, Hepperville, George West. Right. Shocker, so, right? right. Yeah, Heberville starting an offer for the season, and then winning their first two district games. Uh, week week one, opening district against Manchetti, and this week against. Uh, George West which was a surprise. You know, we had George West uh pegged to come in here and uh kind of take names and and uh didn't happen that way. You know, Heavenville ran for 437 yards and uh a player of the week candidate uh, Eden I don't want I don't want Oh yeah,
1: no, I got it right here. It's uh it's Eden, Eden Pettis. 21 Eden carries, Pettis, yeah. 46 had, yards, 3 TDs.
0: Yep. So wow. uh man, that that running game is back for Heavenville. Right, so we were kind of wondering where it's been. They had some quarterback issues. Um, man, hey, don't hey, don't listen to that guy. That guy's posting that. Get Cal Allen's gonna score sixty something points. Well, I'm sorry, wait, wait, wait. That's his alter ego. It's Mister Know It All that's saying that Cal Allen. That Cal hey, Hebronville goes a two and zero though. Two and zero. They do. They go two and zero. Okay. And George, uh, George West one and two one and two. Yeah. So Heffernville, like, yeah. Well, we'll talk about that look ahead, right? So that was a surprise there as well. And then so this surprise here we're going to kind of lump a bunch of surprises in this one together. Right? Sitting Rock Sit. Town 8320. Now the su- the surprise in this wasn't that sitting won, but it was in the manner of 83 how they won 83 points, you know. Um not saying that's a bad thing, right? We're just it was a, it was an eye popper, right? And and we're going to go to the OG here for a second to kind of talk about this, right? Because a few years ago, scoring this many points was, was frowned upon, right, Justin? Yeah. I mean, there was a segment a, on ESPN about him. There there was, right? So so uh, let, let's bring the OG out here just for a second. We may take some flack for this, but uh, <laughs> it, it's going to be worth it, guys. Trust me. Trust me. There's no volume. No. <laughs>
1: No volume on that.
0: Oh, there wasn't? No. Oh, man. Oh, dude.
1: Okay. What's too All high? 50? Well, anyways. 70? 80? You tell me. What's too high? Yeah. yeah.
0: What's
2: nah, that's,
1: high? No, I mean, yeah. And then you got uh, Cal dropped 71 on Lafayette. GP dropped 72 on Brownsville Porter. And from the sound of it, it could have been even more.
0: Alice oh. Alice dropped seventy one on the ferry of the week before.
1: Yeah, and we talked about it. It's not that like we're shocked that these teams did this. It's more of like fifty six points, fifty points, even sometimes sixty. You see that kind of you see that periodically a lot across the state of Texas. But mm-hmm. it's when you start seeing seventy and the eighty on the board that's when it's like, dang, like what happened there? Because a lot of times there there is a little there is to an extent an, a unwritten rule and. Hey, man, you know, because these coaches are friends, right? For the most part, these guys yeah. work with each other. They know each other. They do conventions. They talk at each other's stuff. So you're not trying to embarrass somebody, right? And I think where Heron took that heat back in the day was he was tired of getting to the fourth round and his guys were getting gas when they actually played some competition because they that, that team had played four quarters the entire season and his guys were having to sit out by the halfway through the right. second quarter. So that's where he took the heat. But it was just something, you know, we it was – I guess we lumped it into surprises, but it was just kind of eye popping this week that we had a lot of teams throw up 70 plus on some people. So that was, yep. that was interesting.
0: Yeah. So GP Porter, 72, zero, right. Flower Bluff, Ed Couch, 54, 14. That was, that was for Santa Rosa Taft 48, nothing. Right. So, I mean, it happens. Right. And especially in today's age of spread offenses, you can actually go out there and not try to score and still score. Right. Yeah, I mean, that's just, that's just that's the way just it crazy. is. I mean, I mean this isn't uh this isn't a knock on on herring back in 60 but man he he was ahead of his time. I'll tell you what dude. He was ahead of his time. So, so I'm an offensive
1: person, I, you know, if I had the opportunity to drop 80 on someone, probably would take it. Because on I mean at the at the end of the day, dude, this is your kids most of these dudes ain't going to make it to college ball, right? That's just the simple fact. There's not across. Hey, the, if you talk to Adrian, Adrian Salazar, we've got no lot, D1 talent you know I mean? down
0: here. None of these kids are going to college. I
1: mean, so how how come it's it's not fair to sit your kids out the whole season, half of the season, just because other teams can't stop you? I'm not saying you have to try to continually pump gas for four quarters. Like, we've been pumping gas lately. We've oh, been pumping a lot of gas, pal. But the thing is, like, dude, like, I, I get it. Like, that's your job to stop them. You're, that's your job as a defense and a team is to stop them. Mm on offense it so you know people
0: sometimes get a little soft when it comes to certain things like that but you know it is what it I is i remember that sergio sorry with the cash brothers right the cash brothers were down there and freer just scoring right and left yeah that that's true i forgot about that man back in the back in the age before espn was doing these outside the lines freer was a powerhouse uh which is which is weird now if you think about it now right because freer's been struggling lately but yeah they had some they were were they twins sergio I think they were twins or they may have been a year apart, but man, they were, they would put up a lot of points and this was before the spread. Um, So, I mean, it is what it is, right? It is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. So, so there, there, there's that, right? So let's jump into our game of the week, right? Yeah. Okay. They were twins. Thank you. Uh, TM versus Alice. So I didn't see any of this game. I just like, just like uh, Justin said, I was grand Marshal here in Odom, right? That's what they like to tell me at work. I'm shaking hands and kissing babies uh tm alice 49 19 alice and i if you guys remember i said this was a statement game for, for for tm right they they had to win this game to make a statement to say that they were for real i, so I, still I thought, think they're good but
1: so nah. okay so yeah, so, you know you're 100 percent right right because we thought that was the measuring stick right so it's like we know tm's good but are you just average good or are you like if you finally kind of jumped in that realm where it's like hey we we can beat Alice. We can beat Kelowna if you got to that level, right, of good. And, you know, honestly, watching the game at the very beginning, of course, uh, Alice kind of scored immediately on him. But then TM answered right back, and I was like, all right, like, okay, here we go. You know, they're going to hang in there. And then they're just like, uh, Alice offensively, the only way they were really stopping themselves was they were getting they were, they would get in their own way, right, every now and then. They'd get in their own way. You know, TM would put them in – kind of, they'd give them a little bit of a bind, but they would normally, it was Alice stopping themselves, but TM would get, the same thing on offense for TM, they would get down there, and like, they just couldn't finish drives off, and eventually, you know, they got gapped, and then at that point, you know, the, the, you get tired and whatnot, and it, I still think TM's a good team, I just, it, it, to me, it was like, man, dude, like, not this year, they're not there yet, they haven't got to that Alice-Cal Allen uh, level yet in that district, so, uh, you know, 49 19 win for Alice, 406 total yards. Defense continues to look really good for Alice. Um, yeah, Joe, TM can still sneak in as this fourth fourth place spot. That's what we talked about last show. Was we know they they're gonna go in the get, third. They're probably gonna get in the playoffs as the third or the fourth for sure. It was just for us, it was like, can they finally get to that level of like, hey, we're we're looking for a DC or like, hey, we're in second place, you know, which they haven't gotten to yet. So that was what we were looking for this week, you know. Cutter, 267, three TDs. And then for TM, Moody had 140 yards with, I think, a touchdown as well. But, you know, Alice looked good the entire game. They came out pretty fired up. The defense, to me, looks uh, pretty stout. I think it's going to be interesting. We'll get into that for this game of the week. But, um you know, all in all, Alice continued to be Alice TM, not quite there yet for me. Uh, but I don't think that's knocking TM. It's just it is what it is right now. TM's having a really good year. I think they can definitely be proud of it. A lot better in years have passed. But they're was, building. There's still there's still that gap, right? There's still that gap. And they had a a chance early on in that game to kind of, I think maybe this could have been a maybe 35-26 game area. But just they they couldn't quite overcome that little bit of a gap early on that they set themselves up with by not getting the zone a couple of times. But other than that, man, it was you know kind of what we expected, I think, but definitely. There's some good things for TM to look at moving forward into the season. Definitely probably going to make the playoffs, though.
0: Okay. So, with that, let's jump into our segue before we jump into next week and our next week game of the week. And the special guest that we have coming on, we've got Helmut. All right, guys. This week, last week, I think we were just, we were hurting for hurting for him hurting for him right And this week we got a bunch so let's uh let me go ahead and pull these up real quick and uh
1: we got one out in california
0: we yeah we got we got a submission from california dude so we're getting some reach pal right he gets a helmet sticker just cause man he gets one just because right just hang on just a second guys and, and here we go i think we got about 10 this week right so Nice,
1: another uh, usual on the show. It seems like now. Yeah, a lot of the Cal Island guys, a lot of
0: repeat offenders. Well, I
1: mean, send the stuff in. Really I send the stuff in. We get you on end. You know, it's basically to see Cal Island in the shotgun so much as they have been this year, right? And, and they got I like guys it. the ball. Oh yeah, I, I like it for sure too. I mean, when you lose Effie, I mean, it kind of makes you lean a little bit more towards the pass, anyways. And I think people thought Campbell was going to throw the ball a lot more. Once Dan and her retired,
0: anyways, so it's nice to yeah. see that kind of come to fruition, right? But you know, you hear that, right? You're like, okay, are they really going to ride? But man, they've had. Yeah, and Bryce
1: has a good arm, man. He's a good quarterback. He moves the pocket really well. You see right there, he's moving. He can throw on the run. Good stuff. They're gonna be. They're gonna be really tough moving forward. Seven and zero. They're gonna be a tough team. They always are a tough team to beat, but it's it's looking more so now.
0: So this this was a 60 to 60 to 0 final in on this one, 68-0, I think final in this game. So Ernie's a track star.
1: <laughs> Unbelievable speed out of Ernie Campbell. Look at him go. That's quick burst. Yep, that was Long. his only catch. His Long. only catch and it was for a touchdown. He's so slender, man, he can just tip to the sideline. Yep. Big Pettis from foul. Five tackles, one interception. Yeah, Robert needs a beast, dude. Big time. Yeah, Rubio's good too, brother.
0: This speaking of beast, right here's another guy. 99 yard touchdown reception, right here. Dude, he's averaging like 60 something yards a catch or something. Something,
1: something crazy. Something stupid. Colton's a big kid, dude. He's also a track star, which when you have that 63 body frame. 6'3 frame, and, he, and he's a, tra- he's a track star. Yeah. He's going to be a problem. He's Lane Jr. Very good-looking kid. He bully yeah. guys yeah. On the outside,
0: too. That, right there, he just bullies guys. Looking at this GP roster, they, they've got a pretty young team.
1: They're very young.
0: Look, there's Huffy again. Look, he can do it in the air, too. He can catch the ball.
1: Meeting yeah. like, Meeting Huff today, man. He's got good size on him. He's you know he's, he looks
0: the part, every bit of it. Senton. That's his fifth
1: interception on the year for, for Ray. I don't think these um, uniforms get talked about enough. I love them. From I, I, you know, I, yeah, I the, love the sword, them. Bringing the silver bullets back. Yes, dude. With that, the, the combo, everything looks great. But when you go see Troutman, I ain't seen Troutman in a while, man. He's been pretty
0: quiet, man. Normally yeah, we well, hear a lot of stuff about, about Coach Trotman at this time of year, but may have a reason to after this segment, right? To go see him again. We'll see, right? I'm sure. Speaking of big games, games great. right? This right, was, this was tough one. I'm not putting him on the, the uh, player of the week uh, nice nominations. Nice pick right there, right? Yeah, high, high five. five. That's, uh, good, that's, that's it for me, the high five. <laughs> mm-hmm. Luke, man, it seems like Luke's been in high school for, like, six years, and I don't mean that in a bad way. It's your senior, dude. Luke remember Johnson. We, uh, we uh, – it was coming-out party against that, that – the uh, Miller game. We had an interception. They get a pick-six that game. Yes.
1: Four years ago. Next week, dude. Thursday next week. Cannot wait. Yeah. Next week. It kind of brings us back to like what 19 and 20? Why did 20? we not
0: put that down as a as a noteworthy game? We don't even have that listed as a noteworthy game. Yeah. Logan What's the, next Walls it's, together... the it's next week, it's not this week. It's next week. It's not this week. 21st. Suite. That's
1: right. 21st. Yeah. 20th. 20th. That's more like game of the week quality. <laughs> yeah. Skylar Rubio again. He's a habitual uh offender. Yep. Sends a stuff in, man. Oh, you froze. What? Yeah, did everything just die? Oh, what? We're having a good show too. Well, I wonder where it froze for the people. Hang on. That's okay. Well, I'm live still. Let's we'll see if Jacob can join in. That's that's uh, annoying. Um, Anyways, so if Jake can't get back in, let me see where he's at. It froze on Skylar Rubio. Yeah. Still live though. Sorry guys. Hey, it's got me live, but you're not in. Hey, there's Ryan. Oh, technology's awesome, Ryan. Are you trying to get back in or what? What, what happened? Cause I can't send you an invite to this, can I? Oh your internet's down? Awesome. Jacob living in the country is, once again, making stuff hard for us. Okay. Well, I'm going to keep you on real quick. So let me just talk, and I'll have your speaker so we can see. Dude, if it ain't me, it's you, right? This is never – we never have a clean show. So um, so we – we, we got it. Let's see. It's working.
0: It's working. thinking. Okay. I'm back on.
1: All right. Let's you're back on. Jacob's coming back on. Here we go. Wow. Sorry, guys. Yeah, Ryan, technology's awesome, isn't it? Joe, appreciate it. Yeah, it froze. <laughs> Gosh. Lariska, thank you. We'll have you on here soon. See if Jake can get in the show. Well, I thought he was going to be. Anyways, since we're waiting on Jacob to get back in, I'll go ahead and you know release my helmet sticker of the week, which was... Uh, yeah, it's not the same, dude. It feels weird. Just one person in here. Very weird. Uh, I went with Bryce Burnett out of Cal Allen for my helmet sticker. And then I also picked Ernie Campbell out of Referio. Uh, You know, two helmet stickers this week. We had a bunch of entries. Uh, you know, Ernie was super impressive to me when we were out there with uh, Ryan and uh, Ryan Lenny with Refurio Sports Network watching them against three rivers. So I, I felt like Ernie earned, earned one. The speed alone uh, says it all. So, Um, Him and Bryce will be getting one for me and then I'll wait for Jacob to uh, come in with his. And if not, then I'll explain it because I got it written down for him. Let me see where he's at again. Wow. Can I add you to the deal? Add a source. It doesn't allow me to. Should we end it and try to restart it? Okay, so Jacob's going to end this, and he's going to reopen it, and we'll pick up where we left off. So hop off this one and join the next one, guys. This is Jacob's fault. Let me know when you send it. I'll pull my email up. Send me one yet.
0: Hey, there we go. We're back you got it yeah yeah okay cool
1: all right yeah it's weird one person in here you feel like a feel like a hey but
0: everybody dude everybody's still here that's weird right you're like
1: (laughs) it's like on it's
0: like on wayne's world dude where where he's uh where he's like i'm okay now and it's like his head's gonna explode all right dude sorry sorry
1: so I released
0: mine. There wasn't what
1: after Skyler,
0: there was no there was that, nothing else. Uh that was, that was a that was a nice little play there at the end. They had the uh defensive end from uh uh West Oso making a pick six or a, a interception there on like on the four yard line. Uh yeah, so Justin.
2: That's
1: uh, earnest.
0: And mine, I went total defense with mine, right? So I've got uh Anthony Pena from Alice, the defensive end, and Ray Bettis from sitting the free safety. Guys, you are my helmet sticker winners for week seven robert wants to show rubio again just he can't get enough of the cats i guess but you know they they sent him in let me i know joe right all these all these damn kids get messing up my connection i don't know what it was dude but i lose connection here with spectrum all the time and it's just like justin said it's living in the country i guess is so, what it is so
1: what, what is cool though is we'll be able to give uh i'll be able to present bryce his helmet sticker prior to the game Friday, hopefully. And then uh, same for you with Alice. So
0: yeah, going to be yeah. very
1: early. So I'm going to try to reach out. We can try to reach out to um, some of the coaches and say, maybe they'll let us come in beforehand and give the sticker before the game before warm-ups and then vice versa with Alice so they're on before the games, which would be cool because yeah, it always yeah. sucks when you have to try to talk to the team that just lost. It's, ne- yeah. it's never fun. I, I'd rather talk to the dudes.
0: Before. And, you
1: know, yeah. Beforehand, right? It's a lot more fun that way. So hopefully we can knock that out
0: yeah okay again sorry guys for living out in the country and have a crappy internet connection uh you know ryan man it, it's it's uh it's it's gonna be tough man it if the battle of royal is undefeated again um it's gonna be tough dude it's it's gonna be a coin toss for us i don't know we'll see it's a lot closer drive to referral than it is to to harlingen but uh let's go ahead and jump into our guest week. week eight game of the week for that we've got a special guest coming on KRS six yeah. news director Larissa Liska. How you doing, ma'am? Good. How are y'all? We are not bad. We could be doing a whole lot better uh, if it wasn't for my crappy internet connection, but we are, we are oh. doing great.
2: We face that all the time. You're good. It's I don't know how far. often people see it, but it happens all the time.
0: <laughs> so uh, if you guys aren't familiar, Larissa's been here in the coastal bend, uh, I guess mid summer you got here, <laughs> right? but what most people may not know you're a corpus christi native correct
2: that's right from the the sticks over in george west and three rivers so i understand the internet connection
0: (laughs) (laughs) so uh tell us about your journey here for a little bit uh tell us about yourself for the folks that may be uninitiated
2: so i went to school at uh well i graduated from george west but i lived in three rivers and then i went to ut in austin From there, my first job was a part-time sports producer at San Antonio. So that was a great experience because I got to see the Spurs play. I got to see UT beat Notre uh, Notre Dame in uh, overtime. So so that was great. And then from there, my first on-air start was very cold in Michigan, but I'll take it where I can get it. And then I went to Georgia, Amarillo, and now here. The cool thing about Georgia, though, is I got to watch Auburn, Alabama, and Georgia play I've seen Alabama play twice. They lost both, and one was to Joe Burrow. Oh,
1: wow. That's cool.
2: That was a great game. I like field level for that game, so super, super great experience.
0: I really wish you would have been at the week two game this year, but okay, <laughs> whatever, right? We, we, we'll we take what we can get, right? Uh, oh, so, well, Larissa, uh, you're now the sports director there at, at, at Channel 6, taking over for longtime sports director Alan Harwell, right? How's that, having to fill in those shoes? It's got to be pretty tough, huh?
2: Oh, it is. You know, I'm still messaging him from time to time, you know, trying to get some advice here and there. But, I, you know, it's funny. I told him, I said, you know, at least I got to watch you growing up. So, you know, I got to watch the legend. And then he said, oh, man, you just aged me. But, no, I learned a lot from him, and I'm still learning. I love that we do our Game Night South Texas games on Thursday nights. And, actually, the Miller game, Miller versus Vets game, will be on uh, Channel 6 next Thursday. So, super excited about that for Game Night South Texas next week.
0: Yeah, hey, that's going to be a good one. Real quick,
1: you said you grew up watching Alan Harwell. I did too, right? Hey, don't you miss when him and Dan McGrinds used to, to host the Blitz and they would do, they would crack the helmets? And then was it Dan or was it Alan that would always go up the gut? Who was that? Which one was it? Was it Dan? Oh, but
2: I don't Alan. remember, but, but I also loved when they brought out the desk to the football stadiums. Oh, that was yeah. so good. I heard yeah. it's really hard to carry, so I don't blame them not wanting to do that anymore. <laughs> well,
0: that's what they got interns for, right?
2: exactly <laughs>
0: <laughs> so larissa we brought larissa on to talk about because i mean if it seems that's it, no big secret right this game is on everybody's radar the alice versus Cal this is also the caris uh six game of the week as well so let's let's get some of your input you've seen both of these teams in person right so i mean how do you wh- what do you think about this game overall not asking for prediction but just give us I'm your excited. thoughts i'm
2: excited I really love, I I think the key is going to be the Alice high-powered offense versus the Cal Allen stout defense. I I really want to see how that matchup stacks up. I know that Cal Allen, you know, loves to get a couple interceptions and they'll get it at the goal line too. But I love what Cutter Stewart leaving Orange Grove to go to Alice, what he's been able to do there. They, they can throw the ball very well. That opens up the run game and they've got a great line on the O-line. So I'm excited to see where that matchup stacks up. But also too, I feel like where Alice has gotten a lot of their points lately is special teams. I think in the past two games, they've had at least one kick return for a touchdown last week. It was, 88 yards. I think the week before that, it might've been 60, 70 yards. So their special teams has really helped carry them along the way. And then, but then again, like you said, Bryce Burnett, he's been doing wondrous things. You know, when we started the season, we thought, Oh, Cal Allen, everybody told me Cal Allen runs the ball, Cal Allen runs the ball. Well, heck last year, they had a little over 500 passing yards. They're already over a thousand this year already doubled it.
0: That That's what the impressive thing about this Cal Allen team is, is they're scoring on in every aspect of the game, special teams, defense, offense, in the air, on the ground. I mean, they're doing it all, right? Which is something you you've, haven't you've really heard of Cal Allen doing since, what, Justin, the, the Gage Lamb era, probably?
1: Yeah, Gage. He Man, but even then, it was still pretty heavy run. They really threw the ball more. The last time they were really throwing, throwing was, I would say. Was it Duke? Um, it was more Duke. This team's more comparable to what Ryan Duke and those boys did when they went to state back in 06. You know, and then, um, you know, you had Merrick throwing after that. And then you had before that, you, of course, you had uh, Chambliss throwing the ball. But, yeah, Duke was really the last guy that was throwing it as much as these dudes are. Um, But, you know, 45 points a game from Cal Allen only allowing eight. You know, I like to look at that stat as well. And Alice, 36 a game and only allowing 13. So they're stacking up nicely. But what Larissa Larissa said was um, really true about Alice's special teams. They're getting good field position even when they're not scoring on kick kickoff and punt returns, and they're stopping teams and forcing bad field position uh, as well. So that is something we, we should keep an eye on. I like that you brought that up because it's something that I don't think a lot of people look at uh, a lot as special teams. And then, yeah, you are right. The stout defense of Cal Allen always is there. So for me, the stat line last week right was no one sacked Cutter, which I, that still hasn't gotten confirmed. But uh, we talked about how Cutter gets the ball out extremely quick. It's going to yep. be – I'm interested to see how he does against this Cal on defense on if they'll get a sack on him finally, if they'll force pressure, if he has to leave the pocket, right, because he had the, the kind of bum knee early on in the year. I think that could play a, a little bit of a factor into it. But uh, hey, on, hey, hey,
0: a legend. You, you are
1: right. It, it is going to shape up. Yeah, Robert, front four on defense. It is going to stack up a really nice matchup against offense and defense. And then, of course – when you got an offense like Cal Allen has right now, and their defense is playing good, tough team to beat. Real yeah, tough and, team to
0: beat. you know I thought they were going to take a big hit with Epi being gone, but the running back by committee is is it's done its job, right? I mean, yeah. you got the uh, the Lamb kid who's who's carrying the load. You got Luke Medina who's carrying the load. Bryce, um, nice. Bryce. I mean, they're they're doing it, man. I mean, on, on, orthodoxly by Cal Allen standards, but they're doing that's
1: it. Cage Lamb's little brother, by the way,
0: is it? Yep, that's what that's, that's what I figured. I figured there was some relation there. Yep, that's him.
2: And I will say this about the sack stat. Uh, so, again, uh, Alice has not uh, allowed a sack all season for Cutter, but Cutter did tell me when he did get injured, I believe it, when it was in the Vets game, and his backup came in, they did allow one sack there. And his backup was like, dang, of course it'd be when you're out.
1: <laughs> so, yeah,
2: Cutter has not been sacked yet, but I believe they've allowed okay. one sack against Vets.
1: He gets the ball so quick, it's hard to get back there that fast. I mean, he gets the ball very quick. He almost doesn't even drop back sometimes. If you really watch him, he just he turns and zips it. So it's going to be interesting to watch.
0: She couldn't resist. Picks picks a
1: Oh wow! Yes, <laughs> I love it. Good job, Beck. Welcome back to us. It was the it was
0: the it was the public mea culpa. Uh, what else, Larissa? What else are you looking forward to this week?
2: Yeah. uh, Just other matchups or that game in general. I'm just really excited for, there's a lot of good games going on this week, but that one's definitely my favorite one to watch because I've heard the talk. I've heard how Cal Allen's, you know, last year, I believe they shut out Alice 35, nothing I believe was the score. And I, and I've heard how Cal Allen's just kind of dominated this matchups in the last 10 years. But Alice, when I went stop by practice this week, you can just tell they've got a different vibe. They, they believe this is the year they, they, all believe in what cutter has been able to put together. And so I'm just really excited to see, will that come into fruition? Is that really going to happen?
0: You know, a a lot of folks are predicting a blowout in this game. I'd like to see a close game. I think it's going to be close. You know, that's, that's just what I think. Um, Whether that I'm, I'm wrong along, especially if you ask my wife, I'm I'm wrong a lot. Uh, So, so I could be wrong on this one too. And I think Justin, if we did these head to heads, I I always lost them most of the time. So uh, I want to see, this is,
1: Alice's chance to redeem themselves for me because they really just... I had a lot of high expectation coming into uh, the Vets game this earlier on. Yep. As as did everybody else, right? Not as fair because I think it was noticeable that our our allegedly hurt quarterback was hurt. So I think he looks a lot better now. He'll... And that's what we talked about earlier when we were talking at first. I kind of thought, you know, man, they can kind of blow out for Cal Allen. But... It's hard to say that because if Cutter's full strength, you know, then you throw out the, uh, flower bluff game, which they both, you know, 21, 20 Alice beat bluff. And then Cal smoked smoke bluff, of course. But, uh, but the Lefaria game was pretty, I, I mean, I, I, I think know. Cal Allen wins this though. I do think Cal Allen wins this yeah. game. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. go with the pedigree of Cal Allen to win this game.
0: I am too. I'm going to, I'm going to pick Cal Allen in this one. I don't think it's going to be the blowout. Everybody is, is saying, um, I think I'm with you, Larissa, on this. I think those the, the mindset may have flipped with the Alice kids in the last couple years. Um, I, I think they'll be ready for this one. I think they'll make it competitive. Uh, but I, I don't think – I think that defense is going to be too much. That, that's what I, I wanna, think. I, I want to see
2: how well Alice's O-line holds them off. See if yeah, they can that, do it because that'll be tough.
0: Yeah. Yes. yeah. So what yeah. else are you looking forward to this week? What other games?
2: Let's see. So I'm staying in town. I know I'm trying to think of all the good games. I, there's a lot of great games next week. I'll say that for sure. My mind's already ahead on next week, which I know I shouldn't be, but uh, I'll be hopping around. I'll be in town. I'll be at Miller and Moody. And then the other game that I will be at, uh, I'm going to go, I'm going to get the Cabinets game as well. Um uh, trying to think this week. Yeah, it's every, all my focus is on Alice and Cal Allen, just yeah. because I'm looking so far ahead next week. I mean, I could tell you all the games I'm thinking about. We said it earlier: Vets, Miller, Refurio, yep. Shiner. There's just so many great games next week. I'm, One week at a time.
1: One week at a time. They That's did. Time. So, yeah,
2: right. so I'll definitely have to to jump on that. But right now, I know I'm even trying to think where I'm sending people out. You know, Ingleside. Ingleside has some good talent this year, so we'll be yes, out, we'll do. be out there for sure. And um, I know I believe we have somebody going George West Banquette. Their quarterback got banged up a little bit last week, but I don't think it was too bad. And George West is my alma mater, so i know they're trying to regroup so it'll be interesting to see how they stack up banchetti started off strong and yep. i want to see how how they do and if they can get it done this week
0: yep and, and and i think man we don't have any of those games on our on our look forward list but yeah. but they're definitely a different perspective but uh larissa we're not going to keep you any longer we know you got things to do i think you've got your newscast to get ready for here in a couple of minutes we, we went a little longer she was we told her to get on at 8 30 and she's been patiently sitting in the so waiting Who's
1: getting room. sent to Alice and Kel Allen? Larissa, or are they sending um
2: No, uh we always send Patrick Johnstone to our oh, game Patrick. of the week. They keep me mm, in town. Okay. So, uh, but I so I always miss out on those and I'm always looking forward to the highlights, you know. I, I was really excited uh this week. This year we gave Referio their their first trophy for a game of the week. They had never played for one. That, yeah, it wasn't cuz they had played for one. They just never played for one. So, yeah. I, I, they were super excited. So, you know, I, I'm, you know, I, I was, it's just fun to go see those teams and stuff. So that's what I do during the week is I'll go deliver them the trophy because the trophy they get Friday night, it, it says game of the week, but it doesn't have the score and the outcome. So that's yeah. probably one of the favorite things I do during the week.
1: i to say okay. Alan Harrell got to go all the big games of the week. He was all, we always run into Yeah. We
0: always run into him. Yeah. yeah last, they flip the
2: switch. They keep me close. Aww, they keep me boo, close. So boo, I have boo. to, but I have to edit more highlights. I think I'm editing about eight highlights versus one if I were going out there. So it's, it's definitely crunch mode. That's there's, there's a lot of times where I'm about to go on and I click submit right before. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> That's crazy. I couldn't do that. I'm too slow. Well, Larissa, thanks for coming on. We appreciate your time and uh, you're definitely, you're welcome back. Anytime you want to come on, shoot us a message or something, we'll figure some, we'll work you in somehow. Yeah, oh, I love too. it.
2: And like I said, next week, I, I'm, there's so many great games. I could talk about any of those next week. And congratulations, I'll say, to Ernest the Flash, because getting that TCU offer, another big offer in yep. the Big 12. So congratulations. Mm-hmm.
0: All right, listen, er, uh, Larissa, thanks again. And uh, we'll see you next Thursday because we'll be out there. Sounds good. <laughs> All right. Thanks Bye. a lot. And that was Larissa Liska, the KRS 6 Sports News Director. Very presentable, very awesome, chick, right? I, I ran yeah. into her when I was given Taft the back road brawl trophy. Oh,
1: yeah, that's oh, that's,
0: that's that. <laughs> it wasn't, it didn't feel good. Still in here, honey. It, it did, not feel, feel good. Jer- Jerry's probably in here, Jerry's gonna be laughing here in a little bit. No, yeah, oh
1: man, I haven't ran into her yet, but we've, me and you, have always had a pretty good uh relation with the uh, local media, right? Ever since we got we forced our way in in 2018 with them. Yeah, uh, so it's 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 right to finally be baptized into that friendship with her. Right of like, hey, we've talked now. We can now <laughs> we can now make inside jokes like we used to with Jeff on the sideline when he got screamed <laughs> at by Justin when Evans. He got, that
0: was never.
1: He got screamed at by Justin Evans and was he was bewildered.
0: Yeah, why is he yelling uh, at me? That was that's awesome. that's
1: never gonna die down. Um,
0: <laughs> that's so that's what we get noteworthies now. That's the that's yeah. The, Ticket. Actually, actually, we've got our player of the week. Oh, the mini helmet. The mini helmet. So a couple things I want to show you guys. Just show the you Man. how this how this thing shook out here. All right. So I'm going to share my screen here for a little bit. We don't need sound on this, so it'll be okay. So here was our results from Twitter, right? Very close on Twitter, right? 29% to 31% for uh, wires over direct. And then if you come over to our Facebook results Gabe kind of ran away with it 45% of the vote to 11. So congratulations. Like
1: 2000 votes on that Facebook one our so Yeah, 2000 votes on that one. Love it.
0: Our Elite Tank Solutions player of the week, Gabriel Wattis from Gregory Portland. Congratulations. congratulations. Once yep. your helmet yep. gets in, we'll yep. make it out to practice or sometime and and, and deliver it to you. Go it. Uh, yeah. Thank you Javier Ramirez again for the graphic always coming through and taking care of us. Uh, especially on these last minute crunches, man, we really appreciate it. Um but our noteworthy games for next week. Let's wrap hey, it up. Quick since I watched got- Gabe. uh Gabe Oh wait 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 Oh. I'm, i I want to do this. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry.
1: Uh man, he's a he's a beast, dude. He's a big kid. He's a junior. I was I was surprised when I saw him last year and then and then it comes into this year. Again, if you stack him up next to Brody Mitchell, who I think is the big-time linebacker for us, like when you think of the linebacker, you think Brody right away. Gabe's right there with him, dude. He's a big kid, He's got good size. He makes a lot of plays for us. Um, very, very nice to have him on that GP team. I'm very,
0: yeah, and if very you, guys didn't, see it, if you guys didn't see it, he had 10 tackles, two block punts, one for a touchdown, and two quarterback hurries. Very good, and that was in a half. Right, yep. that was in a half of play because cool. they pulled them all in the second quarter. And real quarter, aggressive, probably. real yeah. aggressive yeah. defensive player. You got a lot, you love
1: that from a linebacker, especially yep. plays real heads up as well.
0: Yeah, so it's so one to touch on. That. I've
1: seen him a lot personally.
0: Um, so that takes us to our noteworthy games, right? So we, we've got a few, right? There, there's a few of them on here. Um, yep. let's start off with Beville, Rockport, Fulton. We kind of touched on this district a little bit with Pleasanton, it's just a big.
1: Me. Yeah, that well, that's what got us talking whenever we so we were talking about the the game this week, Beaville Rockport, which is kind of brings up some there's a little history here. Um Ace, I think, never beat Beaville in junior high. We need to talk to Luke about that. But when they Rockport's junior high was playing Beaville back in the day, when Ace was in junior high, they never beat him. So there's probably some little there's a little uh, rivalry right there, brewing, right? Now they're in the same district. You know, Rockport's 3 and 3, 1 and 0 in district. evils 4 and 2, 1 and 0 in district. So they're pretty familiar with each other. Um, and then we were talking about, you know, the winner of this is going to, we were like, at first thing, you know, it's kind of a wide open district champ race, but Laverne, Beville, Rockport, that's your three heavy hitters. And then I said, well, you know, you, got, you can't really count Pleasanton out because they're a lot better than what that record shows. And that's when you start digging in there and seeing, um, seeing kind of who Pleasanton has played and lost, right? So, yeah. You know, this is this is an interesting game right here. And it's 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 to me, it's super similar and super close. It, it's really one of those ones that could go 50-50. It's gonna be less mistakes, which is kind of the cliche thing to say, but less mistakes and the uh, better game plan is gonna take this one, obviously. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know, I'm torn on it. I wanna say Rockport because I love I love Rockport, but you know, Beaville's not a slouch, man. They're having a decent year. Four and two, one and know They were ranked in state at one point.
0: Yeah, really? both were, right? Both were. Um, I think Bevo was top ten at one time, didn't they? And then they lost to Somerset and they flipped, right? Somerset jumped up to eight, and Bevo jumped dropped out. And then I think Rockport started the year top twenty, uh, but again, you know, Jay schedules hard, and they lost a few games to start. The, they lost to Miller, right? They they and who hasn't lost yeah, to Miller so far this year? Um, so they dropped out of the rankings after that. So I mean, it it is what it is, right? But I mean, they've scheduled hard. Don't let the record deceive you. Uh, but that district, just like you talked about, Floresville 0-1, uh, Pleasanton 0-1, is 1-0, Calhoun's 0-1. Uh, then you got the 2
1: team, team as well. It did. It did. It did. It that did. Lavernia team has, awesome. has beaten some so decent it's, teams. Man, it's, I'm telling you, this is a district that people should pencil in. What is it? It's district. You got it pulled up. What is the district? It's 15. 15 4 one 4 a D one district fifteen, right? Who they they're, they're going to eventually see the district fourteen guys, the Cal Allen crew, right? That's the, yep,
0: because yep. that's the that's the Valley district, yep.
1: And so it's going to our sixteen or 15, whatever. Either way, it's going. This is a good district, man. People really ought to pencil in this and watch this very close, especially if you're a Cal Allen or a Alice fan. Watch to see what's coming out of this district because you will see it come playoffs round one or two. You're yep. going to see it, yep. and it's and it's going to be a good one. It's going to be good games, you know. Yep. And don't let Pleasanton to they, and I honestly wouldn't count Floresville out either. Floresville is a team that could play spoiler as well. So just note that in there for the Rockport fans and Beagle fans.
0: Yep, we're, we're about to jump in that one, Larissa. have forgot to add, Sitting versus Orange Grove is another game she's looking forward to. Almost almost the game of the week. That's tough, right? I mean, it is tough. Ken Martin, wow. checking in from California. You told that guy to send his highlight in, right? You're getting you spreading the word about South Texas football over there in, Cal- in Cali? I bet. <laughs> I bet, right? We appreciate it. Uh, our next game to look at is Odom versus Hebronville. Odom, Ooh. my owls. It's because I was there, right? They 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 win. They, they, they break into the win column. Best six one and six team in the state. That's my opinion. All right. Um, they go into Hebronville, who's sporting a two-0 record, like we talked about earlier. This should be a very good game. Um, Hebronville still has a chance to uh play spoiler and win district. Right. Yeah. It um It's been a couple of years since Hebronville has beaten Odom, but I mean, it's that everybody's had Odom's number this year, right? Just something, something breaks. Something, something just happened. They're just not getting the breaks this year, right? Um, so Odom's fighting for playoff seeding, hopefully to make the playoffs and get a good, a decent seed, right? We, we, I've kind of accept they're going to be a three or four somewhere around there. Uh, Robert over there bombs, Skidmore can beat Odom. Be quiet, yeah. If, if my nephew was still there, maybe, but uh, yeah. uh, I, I'm gonna go with Odom and actually let's go back to the other one. So, I'm gonna take Rockport in that Rockport okay. beville game, and uh, I'm gonna take Odom in this one, of course. Uh, they'll burn my house down if I don't pick Odom. Um, yeah, so yeah. So, so I, I think I, I'm, gonna, I, I, I'm gonna roll with Odom as well this week. I think I think y'all got him. I think, um. But that running game is is starting to to click there in Hebronville, man. That that's that's makes me nervous. You know, whenever they, they haven't had that dominant runner like they've had in the last few years, the Salazar's and and the uh, the Almaraz kids and, and things the bull, like that. The
1: bull, who's that? The bull, remember that
0: one? Ah, oh, I don't remember. The, the beast was he the, the beast? The beast, there was the, the beast. beast. Yeah, and the kid was yoked, man. He he was he was a solid kid. But they always have good running backs coming out of Hebronville, and and maybe Eden the next one. Um, yeah. so, so keep an eye. I mean, I hate to say, it, but I got Odom in this one. Not, I hate to say that I got Odom, but I, I got Odom. Uh, the next one, we've got San Diego Lyford. San Diego, yeah. one and O Lyford zero and one, right? So this kind of sets the stage for San Diego, San Diego gets by this game. Uh, they set up a granted, Falfur- nothing, nothing happened. Awesome. F- yeah. District championship last, last weekend against Valfurious. right? If they both go through undefeated. So that yeah. could be pretty, that's going to be a pretty good one. Our guy, RJ is kind of leading the charge on that team. Um, he did very well in the air and on the ground. Had a split pretty good. I think 168 in the air, 132 on the ground last week. Touchdown passing and touchdown on the ground. Uh, in a come-from-behind win against Santa Gratuitous. That game, unless they weren't updating it correctly, they, Santa Gratuitous no, I think it, I think it was a comeback game. Santa, Santa led a lot of that game. And then uh, they uh, they finally jumped in there and, and, and took the lead. Yeah, uh, I
1: don't really got a lot to touch on that one other than the fact that, uh, yeah, you are right. San Diego and foul. It's looking like the, D- the D.C., um, but you know you gotta you gotta play the game on Friday, right? And I think San Diego has done a good job at keeping their kids uh, involved and whatnot. They had that one slip up to Orange Grove, which I think still shocks some people. But uh, hey, five and one versus four and two that should be a good matchup. I think you know Lifer is gonna bring a good crowd. San Diego will be, bring a good crowd, but I I I'm gonna roll with the Vaquettos here. I think uh, R.J. Valerio and them we're gonna be a little too much for uh, Lifer.
0: I, I do too. I, I and sorry, my, my Liford, because I told you I like to get attached to a team, and Lyford's a team attached to in the valley, but uh, besides the Cardinals, and uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to go with San Diego on this one too. Uh, STFU Karma continues, right? Continues. Uh, then the other I one, we got. Just, yeah, just like Larissa said, uh, sitting in Orange Grove, sitting one and oh, in district, coming off that 83 point win, the mixed and, battles, uh, and Orange Grove, oh, and they were on a bye week the first week of district, so yeah. Mixed bag coming out of sitting right. Which sitting team are we going to get? I think you're going to get the sitting team to beat
1: Orange Grove. Okay, okay. I, I just feel like you know, um, the way Troutman and them coach these guys, the defense they rely heavily on it. It's been good, it's been what's working for them. Uh, I think they continue on and they're gonna, it's gonna all roads lead to the sitting and Ingleside matchup, right? For what I think we have the district championship set for in that district as well. But, you know, Orange Grove, obviously, here to play spoiler, could play spoiler. I mean, crazier things have happened to us in these pick'ems. Um, yeah, but yeah. I, I'm leaning more Sinton. I feel like they're a lot of battle tests. They went through a lot of adversity this year, and they sit there at four and three. Tough loss to Lavernia a couple weeks ago, you know, and then they come out and they, they get it going against Robstown, you know. So you're going to have the, the momentum rolling from there, I think, as well. So I think Sinton's going to be a little too much for Orange Grove to, to handle. And I think Sinton will do a nice job of kind of keeping the Orange Grove in check.
0: Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to have to go with you on that one as well. I think Sinton's D is going to be too much. That's where their strength is right now, right? The, the D is That's setting the table. For that. It's, line, it's, huh? it's setting the table for that offense, short fields and, and, and whatnot, and their special teams. Uh, Ray is doing very well back there. The defensive front with Logan DeWald and, and, and Cooper Dawkins. Are, are doing very well. So yeah, I, I'm going to have to say that Amelia. Sorry, sorry, Melda. We're going to, we're going to go against you. Even though we've given, I've given out two helmet stickers to two orange Grove players back to back weeks. Yeah. Uh, I, I just, I just think, uh, I think Sitton's got too much on the defensive side. And then our last game West Oso versus Robstown, both and one to start the district West Oso down to Ingleside last week and Robstown, just like we said, the aforementioned Sitton, uh, this is potential. My eyes right now. This is a, this is a, for a playoff it's a spot. game. It's a playoff spot, right? I mean, uh, Robstown looking to crack to get into the playoffs, and West Dosa trying to keep that streak alive of making the playoffs. Uh, so, I I don't think this is going to be a, a close game. I think West Oso is gonna is gonna ride ride Huffy in this one, and and uh, I think they're going to score a lot.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. I think um just being out there at that practice with West Elso, the kids seem really locked in tonight. The little the the small uh 20 minutes I got of watching them. Um they have really good coaching going on over there. Shout out to Coach Smithy and his guys. Uh Elijah Huff, I think, continues this week. I'm gonna call him for over two hundred this week. I think he might I think he's gonna he's gonna touch over two fifty, to be honest with you, uh this week on the ground. So which would be huge for him in that record. But, you know, obviously it's team sport. And I think, you know, West Oso, if you look at their offense out the season, I want to say they're averaging close to 40-something points a game. The only downside is they've given up a lot of uh, points uh, defensively. But I think uh, I think they'll do enough to keep Robstown in check and, and keep them uh, going forward. And I think you'll see West Oso pull away by a score or two, maybe a couple scores actually in this game. And I think Elijah Huff is setting up for a really nice game as well this week.
0: Yep. And yeah, Luke. Luke. Oh, dude, you're 14 district So it's a 14 district. Everybody gets in. Uh, but it's who wins it, right? Who wins it in this case? That's uh is it Port Isabel, Bishop, Hidalgo? Fill me in, can't can't. I can't remember. Uh Luke, we got a question for you. Did uh ace ever beat Bville in junior high? We'll wait for your answer. Um, okay, hey, you heard it here first. AC Williams put
1: 360 on it. So if Elijah does not go over 360, AC's buying us water burgers in the book. Noted. If he goes over 360, I got AC on a water burger.
0: All right, we got receipts. It's I hope here. I have
1: to pay AC a water burger.
0: We have 37 people here that that heard that and saw it live, and there's going to be about 2,000 more that'll see it on the replay. And before we go, before we go. Oh, see, they beat each other. There you go. So he. Okay, has- see, I thought, I, thought, I thought both times they
1: they lost. Uh, they, he went zero two against them. But I know it was a rivalry because me and Luke talked about that when he was in junior high. It was a rivalry. So if you go back and watch that, Luke, like 20, 30 minutes ago.
0: Hey, wait! Did you just make this deal with? Did, did AC throw that at you, or did you just make that I,
1: up? I threw, I threw it at AC. Oh. I hope oh. I have to, I hope well, I have to buy a water burger. I hope he gets. I hope he gets four hundred yards on
0: the ground. Well, he said uh, deal. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So our segment that was short-lived and shortly gone <laughs> is back I don't know I was too close to the camera oh, there but we dude Rebecca's got her picks in wow okay each um Heavenville over Odom um, oh that's
1: why she put the I love it. <laughs>
2: Yes.
0: uh rockport over Beeville Lyford over San Diego sitting wow. over Orange Grove Robstown over West Oso. And of course, Cal Allen over Alice.
1: Oh, she can't let it go.
0: Yeah. Hey, Marky, how you doing, bud? A helmet sticker award recipient. They're our first one. Right. Marky Gonzalez checking in. Uh, you just missed all the talk about you, Mark. Sorry, man. Uh, your shirts should be in the mail. Hopefully, get there tomorrow, Friday, maybe. Uh Justin, you got you got anything else before we go? You guys got any other questions before we go? Um, now's the time. Man, not really.
1: Um, shoot, dude, we're in week eight. This is kind of going by fast. I'm glad that we got back onto it. I wanted to talk about this in the beginning when you talked about us can consistently doing this. I'm glad that this year we've we've kind of made ourselves get back on this. I think we've done a lot of good things. A lot of good things has happened have happened for us, um, which all eventually benefits the kids. Um, and it's fun, right? So I've enjoyed coming out to these practices, giving these helmet stickers away. I think the little mini helmets for the players of the week is gonna be super cool to hand out to the kids as well and um yes they do I, I'm glad that we got a lot of support and people tuning into the show it's nice whenever you, you know the local kids are on here get the credit that they deserve so it's fun and, and you know the coaches the coaches love it the kids love it I love it you love it I mean that's why we do this so Just appreciate all the support and the people tuning in and watching the show, and you know, hopefully, we can continue on the next couple weeks when we get in the playoffs and get a little more maybe hands-on with some of the guys that some of our teams drop out and whatnot. And it's going to be fun. Next couple weeks are ramping up. This is the best time of the year. It's nice. It's getting cold out there. Playoffs are starting to come around. We got some really good finales in the districts that are going to be fun to look at. And then, uh, of course, you're going to have a big angry man sighting every now and then. You you gotta love that at Rockport games.
0: You know, I think the big angry man is going to be tampered down a little bit, man. He's got a big life-changing event coming up pretty soon, man. <laughs> I think I think he's going to be kind of tampered down a little bit.
1: But Dude, uh yeah, get so
0: you one of these hats, man. Get you one of these hats. These things are slick. It's my favorite hat to the to date. Yeah, and we're always coming out with something different. We'll obviously come out with different colors and things like that, too. Man, I, I got a new shirt made as, as well. I just hadn't got it out yet. Um, I just got it in today. That's typical. Uh, yeah, I know. Uh, I can send the intern out to go get it real quick. Julian. Oh, he's not in here yeah hey do me a favor come here yeah this is this is my home life guys you, you're checking in on my home life here <laughs> hey there's a don't <laughs> there's a uh there's a three-quarter there's a three-quarter sleeve black and white t-shirt hanging in my closet go bring it
2: okay three-quarter shirt yeah
1: all right oh there he, is. he made yeah, it okay
0: yeah all right hurry up people are waiting <laughs> people are waiting dude yeah, I don't know if you guys have noticed if I've told you guys this story yet. I I record out of my son's room now because his PC is a lot more powerful than mine. Uh so he gets very upset cuz he just has to hide behind the green screen and uh just Be wait quiet. for me to get off Be your quiet back here. Well, I-
1: <laughs> What's that movie? Or oh, it's on it's on uh it's on uh what uh happy, or happy Gilmore when he's hitting the food over the window. Take this, leave us alone.
0: So there's my new one. Oh, that's slick. Nice little three quarter baseball baseball shirt that we got going in. We got those. We could pump those out pretty soon too. Your wife uh, summons in you
1: to the bed, but hey, real quick, Becca, while you're listening, I told him earlier I'm going to uh, I'm I'm converting all my wardrobe over to STFU gear. I just figure I might as well sell out. So anything it, it, I have that's going to be STFU gear,
0: it it definitely is, Christy. They they always get the better stuff. Yeah, so I'm hijacking this stuff now, and 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 I have been since we started doing the show again, just because of this new studio and how much power it uses um but yeah guys again man we still have 34 people here and we're just rambling that's that's awesome dude i'm glad you guys like to check in just like justin said man thank y'all so much because if it wasn't for y'all really if it wasn't for the views if it wasn't for the likes if it wasn't for the follows we wouldn't be able to pull these sponsors on that we're getting that 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 want to help us help the kids right to help recognize these kids and 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 that that is our main goal we've said that from day one when we started this thing is that our, our, we didn't want to monetize this thing, and, and we, we still haven't monetized this thing. Essentially, we're getting sponsors to cover the bills for these trophies and 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 the decals. Um, so thank you guys, man. W- without y'all, we wouldn't be able to recognize our kids. Yeah. Um, but man, that's all I got, dude. It's uh nine nine going on nine thirty. We're going on a um, yeah, we're going on an hour and twenty three. We we're supposed this was supposed to be shorter, but again, sorry for the technical difficulties. Hopefully, this this transfers well. Uh, when I have to upload it to, to Spotify. Oh yeah. If um, you weren't so- here earlier, Jacob left
1: the, the whole the whole show. Maybe I'm gonna be a buffoon <laughs> for like five minutes there.
0: But uh, again, guys, I I, I can just ramble on here forever. But we're gonna close out here. Again, guys, thanks for tuning in, and uh, we're gonna let y'all go till next so- week.